Algar Productions. Algar Productions. Algar Productions. Sarcastic Voyage presents the continuing story of Contentment Corner, starring Nicole Santora as Ottawa St. Corby. p.m. on SVFM, and time now for the old Quad C, the Contentment Corner Community Calendar. The Contentment Corner Rotary Club will be discussing plans to upgrade to Touchtone tonight at 8 p.m. in room JKL of City Hall. The Loyal Order of Griffins, formerly the independent lodge entities known as the Eagles and the Lions, now combined into a single institution, will be convening this evening in the usual place at the usual time. The Griffins assure me that the, quote, right people, end quote, will understand what this means. And finally, the Contentment Corner class of 1992 will be hosting a bake sale to raise funds for its forthcoming graduation later this month. This is SVFM 97.7, all hit 98. Trojan, are you in here? I'm here to... Hi, Vatican. Oh, Kevin. Hello. I'm here to pick up Trojan. Have you seen her? I sure have. Recently? I was just over at Lefty's. Broy's caught Orchid McAllister drinking and... Uh, That doesn't really answer my question. I really like Broy's. I feel like this may have come up before. Vatican? Yes, Kevin? I have a problem. Well, a potential problem. It's not a problem yet, but I'm worried that it might turn into a problem. Does it involve Broyce? How did you... Lucky guess. Well, you know how virtuous he is, right? Not the word I'd use for a 17-year-old recovering heroin addict, but go on. Well, I got this fake ID, right? Not to drink, because drinking is bad. Of course. But my mom, you know my mom. I know of her, yes. Well, I'm all she has, right? And I need to take care of her. Sometimes that means getting her smokes, and to do that, I need to prove that I'm 18, and to do that... I get it. Only, I'm worried that boys wouldn't approve if he ever found out. Kevin, many things in this life seem frightening, but you can't let that fear have power over you. You need to look with inside yourself and observe the feelings that you're feeling without labeling or judging it. Radiate positivity, concentrate on what brings you joy. Only then can you behead the inner beast that is your fear. Wow. Thanks, Vatican. You've given me a lot to think about. After all this time, I still don't understand how you do that. How long have you been standing there? I came in somewhere around, look with inside yourself. I'm pretty sure that's not actually a word. It worked, didn't it? I don't have what you'd call a firm grasp on emotional nuance, and even I can tell that guys are graduating classes most likely to wear someone else's skin. You really know how to paint a picture with your words. Speaking of which, it's almost seven. The school paper can wait till the morning. News never sleeps, because it's an abstract concept and not a living being. You should have that engraved on a plaque on the door of the newspaper room. You think? I mean... We'll be graduating in a few weeks, and... You'd think after spending the past five years hanging out with you, I'd remember how literal you can be. Five years? But we've known each other all our lives. Oh. Right. 1987. 
That new DJ certainly has an unusual manner of cheeps. Excuse me, Sheriff? Oh, sorry, Vatican. The technicians did their best to reassemble my cyborg processors after what happened at Zizek's mice costs. Comic sets. Cosmetics. <laughs> Zizek's cosmetics. But that Giroux character seemed rather fond of magnets, and it may have damaged certain skateboarder spiny. Yeah, I'm sure that's what I meant. Certain skateboarder spiny. I have to be honest with you, Sheriff. It's a little difficult for me to see you like this. Oh, it's nothing. Just a kink in the system. And everyone in this town knows how I enjoy the occasional kink. And I just remembered that you're 12 years old, and that is entirely inappropriate. If it helps, I'm not entirely sure what the dirty part of that sentence was. Ah, you're a good kid. And I really do appreciate you continuing to help out around here. I'm a lot more comfortable serving as a part-time volunteer deputy when there is a competent authority figure in charge. <laughs> Thirstiest path. Anyway, the state police guys are sending you more officers soon, right? That they are. And the mayor's working on some measures to ensure that the town's defense will never again rest entirely on the shoulders of someone who isn't old enough to diver. I mean... Drive. I got it. Aaron! Don't you Aaron me! I know my rights. I've seen the Rockford Files. I don't know who I had a bigger crush on, James Garner or the answering machine. Yes, well, be that as it may, or in this case... Uh, 30 uh, June! Well, this is a fun conversation to find myself trapped in. I wish to register, Ray, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, when you rat out your neighbors for being a spy. Your neighbor's a spy? Yes! No! Sort of. My girlfriend is a federal agent. You have a girlfriend? And you want to tell a government employee about the existence of another government employee? In reverse order, yes and yes. Glad we managed to clear that one up. Look, can you help me or can you not help me? Mr. Fawcett, are you actually reporting a crime? I'm reporting a betrayal. Miss so-called Donovan Sorrentino Takahashi Von Schmidt, if that is even her real name. Seems a bit unwieldy as aliases go. Put her mouth on me. And other body parts. I'm still 12. And then, then, I discovered she's working for the man. Which man? All mans. All right, Mr. Fawcett. Aaron, I can see that you've been shaken for some reason, but hiding things from your significant other is not against the law. I suggest that you delegates mongoose hemp. Oh, boy. You know, Sheriff, that is an excellent suggestion. I will delegate mongoose hemp. That's the first sensible thing anyone said to me since I arrived in this town. I think you're getting worse, Sheriff. I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about, Deputy St. Corby. Hi. Can we help you? Hi. Is this... Is this the Sheriff's Department? That's what it says on my basic sunders. I think she means business cards. My name's Kevin Cutchington, and this is my mother, Savandra. Cutchington? That's right. I'm Case Cutchington's son, and my mother is his... Well... Widow, I guess. Case had a secret family. He did? You! You're the secret family! Case almost married my mother before he was killed. Really? That would have made us... Children of Polygamy, which I am writing down right now because that would make a great book title. Case dated my mom for months. He never mentioned having a wife or a son, which I feel should have come up before he proposed to her. Where have you two been? We live up in Grace's past. Or we did. After we settle Papa's estate, we're thinking of moving here. Oh, good. I'm starting high school in the fall. So am I. Great! I'm sure we'll be best of friends. So, let's get you two over to the morgue. I'm sure you and the corpse of Mr. Cutchington have a lot of catching up to do. Oh, excuse me for just a minute. Sheriff's Department repeating Shekels Fife. What is that? It's a long story. I see. All right, we'll be there as soon as possible. 
What's up? Trouble at the Cortland residence. Apparently, Jad has been killed. Jad Cortland? My Jad Cortland is dead? Who's your Jad Cortland? What? Oh, no, not the son, the father. Jad Cortland III. Your Jad. I regret saying that. Well, that's not going to stop me from reminding you. You said it. He's still alive. That's something of a relief, I suppose. Listen, you've been through a lot recently, and I do not expect you to come with me to a violent crime scene. Illiteracy, you will snort. I should probably come with you. Can I come too? What? No, get out of here. We'll come back later for our corpse visit then. Come on, mother. Well, the less said about that, the better. Let's roll. Well, it's about time. I called over ten minutes ago. You're not ordering a pizza, Jad. What's a a pizza? All right, hasten half twills. Uh, You people are speaking English, right? What's the problem, Jad? Well, as I'm sure you already know, stepmother met an untimely demise on the recent whatever the hell that all was a few days ago. And to be clear, this isn't the memory corruption talking, but remind me again who your stepmother is. I sometimes have a hard time keeping track of who's related to whom in this town, even on a good day. Oh, don't make me say it. It's Sizzix Jones, right? That's her. That's the name of my father's murderer. But you just said yourself she's been dead for three days. Oh, please, you met the old girl. You really think that would have stopped her? Come on. Chest jurist, what happened here? Well, Sheriff, I don't want to do your job for you or anything, but I believe my father exploded. And I'm certain that... That... Oh, Zizix Jones. Really? You can't even... <clears throat> that she booby-trapped the safe in her bedroom. When Father heard she'd been killed, he opened the safe and blammo. How could you possibly think? I found this cassette tape. Hello, my dear husband. If you're hearing this, you somehow managed to survive the death trap I laid in the downstairs safe. And if that is indeed the case, remind me to increase the next order of dynamite from that mining supplies company that never questions how much dynamite a person orders from them. I do so love this country's precious Second Amendment. Ironically, this safe contained nothing of any real importance at all. An old copy of the Daily Mirror, a recipe of bangers and marsh, and a small handful of pre-decimal coins totaling 14 pence. I do so hope you have at least lost the use of your limbs in this little fiasco. Or maybe you're brain dead. Not that anyone would be able to tell the difference, dear. Oh, and that dear was ironic. I absolutely despise you, in case that wasn't clear. Kiss, kiss! That was also ironic. So, you know, I'm no forensicologist, but... I'm pretty sure that's not a thing. Well, obviously we'll need to cordon this area off. Probably wait till the extra help shows up from Grace's past. In the mean, 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 mean... Where the hell is she going? She's programmed to return to a safe space when her systems reach near-critical status. I guess she's... Well, listen, now that it's just, uh, you and me... I, uh, I have something to tell you. Can it wait? Because I really think the sheriff needs... Uh, This won't take long. Now that father and stepmother are gone, the company's going to me. I've seen the paperwork. So that makes us competitors. And I want to make it clear to you that I will destroy you, Vatican. I won't hesitate to do the things that... That... Zizix? Wouldn't do. Oh, okay. Noted. Don't forget. I won't. We're sworn enemies. I got it, Jad. Gonna destroy you. Goodbye, Jad. Oh, stepmother left behind a pack of cigarettes. Smoking these should make me look cool. Ah, 
No consequences. Sheriff? Sheriff Steele? Are you okay? Armada Widen, Voyeur Yogi Sissy. Sheriff? Okay, you know what? You just keep on going wherever it is you're going. I- I'm sure everything will be okay eventually. I have to go check in on the multinational company that I run. I did mention that I'm 12, right? Good evening, Contentment Corner. It's top of the five o'clock hour with you here on your commute back home. We've got the probably latest from Bobby Jowell's top-popping love nest fest, Love and Morning Love Down. Meanwhile, I mean, afterward, I'll spin up Rookery of Albatross's electronic tonic. She's a Japan girl, okay? Followed up by a golden green softy from the 70s with Emperor Constantine singing Disco Downtime. We, by which I mean me, will be with you, meaning you, coming up and around the clock, and as ever, I'll be here. I'll just be here. But first, Batical Hairman Jock Rocking, which I'm sure is a real term right now, with Love Rock City. I mean, I guess this is better than Aaron. Come in. Uh, Miss St. Corby, ma'am, are you busy? I'm sure I should be, but since I have no idea what I'm actually supposed to be doing... Not really. Because uh, I can come back if... Uh... Come in, Kerp. Ma'am, I don't want to pressure you or nothing, since I, I know you have a lot on your plate. Kerp, my plate is so full that I haven't seen it in days. I'm not sure there is even a plate under there anymore. Well, ma'am, I was just wondering... Yes? Well, I was wondering when it is you think the factory might be reopening. The factory just burned down a few days ago. I know you know this because you were there. And even if you weren't, you walked across the smoldering remains of the compound to come into this small trailer, which is currently the only structure on the premises. Well... I just watched the sheriff of this town, a woman I've known and respected for most of my life, crash like a badly compiled piece of software. Meanwhile, my mother, a woman I've also known and respected and loved for my entire life, which is all of 12 years, incidentally, lies in a coma. Uh, I mean... uh... I haven't even kissed a boy yet! And the one boy I can considered maybe wanting to kiss just swore to destroy me and everything I stand for. I'm surrounded by death and misery, and you want to know when the factory is reopening? Yeah, I I mean, if you don't mind. The construction crew estimates we should be back to business by October 1st! Ah, well, that's good news then. Evening, Miss St. Corby. What can I do for you? Hi, Mary. I was looking for my friend Trojan Malloy. I tried her house, and her parents said, Hi, Vatican! Oh, good. What are you doing here at the Gazette? I thought you were grounded. Oh, I am. Very grounded. My parents were really not keen on the idea of me investigating gruesome crime scenes. Well, sure. Without a parent to guide them, who knows what kind of horrible things a kid might see. That's what they said. But I'm a sleuth, Vatican. I can't turn that off. So I'm thinking of becoming a reporter. But the Gazette already has a reporter. Not anymore, we don't. I received this postcard from Miss Stanwyck and your history teacher this morning. Dear Mary... Joe and I are still traveling the world with the ghosts of every deceased U.S. president. Settling their earthly affairs so they can move on to the next life has been a bigger task than we originally thought it would be. Come along, you blathering sounder kites. I'll hear none of your jiggery-pokery. We're currently in Panama, so we can apologize to a man that Teddy Roosevelt drowned in the canal for blowing a raspberry at him in 1904. Bully! Sorry to leave you hanging, Mary, but frankly, this is all too much fun to pass up. 
I was never entirely sure what my relationship with Joe was missing, but now I know. Every couple should go on a series of globetrotting mystical adventures. It's amazing. I have to go for now, as I've just been bitten by a mosquito, and I'm about 90% sure I need a malaria shot now. I'll write again soon. Respectfully yours, Thelma J. Stanwyck. Wow. She fit a lot on this postcard. A skill she picked up under my tutelage. And speaking of tutelage, young Trojan and I might be able to work out some kind of arrangement here. Sort of an internship for credit. We are starting high school in the fall, after all. And my parents couldn't forbid me from investigating gruesome crime scenes if it's for a grade. Well, I can't find the fault with that logic. Listen, when you're done here, can I talk to you for a minute? Go on, Miss Malloy. I have everything I need here. I'll be in touch. What's up, Vatican? Trojan, I don't know who else I can talk to. I'm drowning. But... I know, I know. I'm not in the water... God, I don't know how to describe what I'm going through right now without a metaphor. You know metaphors aren't my best thing. (sighs) I know, Trojan. And usually I love that about you, but right now, right now, I just want my mom. It's not like she's dead. No, if she were dead, then I could probably go to a psychic and... What? That's it! What's it? I'll tell you later! Thanks, Trojan! Did I help? Was that helping? I guess that was helping. That wasn't so hard. Hello? Is anyone here? I knew you were going to say that. Ah, I didn't see you there. To see, one only has to look. I was going to ask if you're the psychic, but... But you were able to divine that on your own? Don't hone in on my racket, young lady. Listen, I need your help. You can contact the spirit world, right? For a price. You don't mean, like, the price of my immortal soul or something, do you? No, just money. I can do that. A lot of money. Fine. But the person I want to talk to isn't exactly dead. That's easy. You see this device here? This is called a telephone. With it, we make contact. I want to talk to my comatose mother. Ooh, a coma. How exciting. Not how I would have put it. Coma victims are like the Olympics for the likes of me. A real test of one's mettle. The spirit is neither dead nor alive, trapped in a nether hell. A prison of their own mind, from which they cannot escape. Their own helpless... Will $5,000 be enough? Make it ten. Done. Fifteen. What's happening here? Twenty-five, and that's my final offer. Good, because that's all I can get to right now. Thirty. Oof, a doofa. She looks terrible. Yeah, thanks. Can you help me or can't you? Sure, I can help you. But seriously, kid, your mother's in rough shape here. I don't think she's coming out of this. Just do your stupid magic or whatever. Stand back! Okay. Burnt sienna, orange red and burnt amber. Bring forth Ottawa from her delicate slumber. Did it work? Not as such. But not to worry, I've plenty more aces up my sleeve. More than four? Because a deck of cards only has... Silence! And green, diphtheria, malignant melanoma. Let us visit Ottawa inside her coma. Still nothing? Don't tell me how to do my job! It wasn't, but... This one will work, I promise you. Here and there, this and that, fire and water, put the girl's mind in the mom and the mom's mind in the daughter. Wait, what are you... Tell me I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, balls. 
She's not going to be happy about this when she wakes up, is she? What's going on in here? So long, suckers! Hey, uh, no running through the hospital. <sighs> oh, goodness. How long was I... Wait. Why am I in the hospital? Why are you so tall, Dr. Lakenier? And who's that in the bed? Oh, it's me. I'm in the bed. Which means that this body that I'm in right now is... Let me just have a look in the mirror here. Yes, it's my teenage daughter. We've switched bodies and now she's in a coma. I'm gonna have to take your word for that, ma'am. All things considered, you seem remarkably calm about the whole affair. Well, Doctor, you see, I've lived in the contentment corner for over 40 years. I know how this town works. And my daughter, my sweet treasure, her smile is her umbrella. She faces the sunshine and she sees no shadows and that the world is truly her oyster. Only now that oyster is mine. That... that's beautiful, man. Present Day With their hit song, Ode to Indifference, or whatever. And now, by request, it... Trojan, wake up. We're at your house. Hmm? Oh, so we are. Hey, thanks for taking me home, Ottawa. I appreciate it. I think you mean Vatican? I know what I mean. See you tomorrow. Yeah, good night. Orchid, I can't believe you started drinking again. I'm really, really sorry, Daddy. I'm just thankful that Bryce had the good sense to call me and tell me what was going on. (laughs) So am I. Episode 17 of Contentment Corner featured Duncan Bosco as Kevin Cutchington, Mark Bosco as Kerp, Christy Brannan as Trojan Malloy, Robert Cooper as the narrator, Brian Lynch as Jad Cortland, Caitlin Obum as Metallius Steele, Kara O'Connor as Zizix Jones, Joseph Ravenson as Dr. Leekner, Matt Robotham as Aaron Fawcett, Nicole Santora as Vatican slash Ottawa St. Corby, Sabrina Snyder as Thelma Stanwyck, Amanda Smith as Orchid McAllister and Mary Madison, Jason Wallace as The Psychic, and Ron Algar-Watt as Chag McAllister and President Theodore Roosevelt. It was written by Ron Algar-Watt with Robert Cooper and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2016. What kind of a microphone is this? I am... (laughs) 